Hi, my name is Desiree. And my name is Jade. And welcome to the Tin Canular Podcast. This is a show all about our unfiltered opinions and unsolicited advice. Every week, we'll discuss a topic that applies to our lives that we think deserves some attention. It's going to be a mixture of our serious thoughts, stupid ideas, wild conspiracies, ridiculous anecdotes, and more. So whether you want to learn from our mistakes, be comforted by our thoughts, or if you're just in the mood to chat, we've got the show for you. Before we begin, let's get a quick disclaimer out of the way. Remember that this is just a podcast. We are not experts in anything. And a lot of what we say, if not most of what we say, is said in jest. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Hello. Hi, lovelies. Hello, little lovey doveys. Hi, little love bugs, little cherubs, little angels. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Guys, happy February 13th. It's the day yeah. before Valentine's Day. How are we feeling? Valentine's Day Eve. Yeah, I hope I hope that everyone is is I guess enjoying themselves, you know, unless you know if loving somebody, loving whoever that is in terms of romance, friendships, family, yourself. Hope you're in a lovey-dovey mood. Yeah. Um it's in the air. Can you guys I was just cuz I was about to say like you're probably listening to this. I was like, well, maybe they've listened to this after Valentine's Day, like later in the week. And if that's the case, I hope you had a good Valentine's Day. Yeah. But you know what? There are 16 of you, okay, 16 of our listeners, that listen on the day the the episode drops. On day one, we get 16 Shut listens up. every single time. Who are y'all? Who are? Reveal <laughs> yourselves. Are yeah. Reveal and then yourselves. The, the other, like, we get like an... It, throughout the week, we get like another roughly like 15 to 25 listeners. I want to know, can you guys tell us what day you listen to the podcast normally? Like on average, when do you listen if you're an avid listener? Because I'm so curious. Like when do you guys, like some of y'all listen on the day it's out, some of y'all do not. Yeah, just like later on. Yeah, Hmm. I don't Hmm. know. I don't know. Well, anyways, happy Valentine's Day regardless. I hope you're going to have a good day or I hope you had a really good day. Um, or you're having a good day. Maybe you're or, listening oh, to this on Valentine's on Day Valentine's because you want to spend it with us. <gasps> oh yes. my god! Well, if that's the case, <clears throat> if that's the case, then I would like to formally proposition any and all listeners who don't have a Valentine, like if they would like to be our Valentine. Yeah, you could you can be. be our Valentine. Hold on. <coughs> Do you want to be my Valentine? <laughs> Please. Um. So smooth. Yeah. Do you guys look, Desiree, how do you feel about Valentine's Day, just generally speaking? Mm. How do I feel? How do I feel about Valentine's Day? I feel like I'm in two minds about it. My mom has always hated Valentine's Day, literally. Every Valentine's Day, she's like, I hate Valentine's Day. Okay. And so I've grown up with the with the sort of thought process that Valentine's Day ain't shit, basically. Um <laughs> Like, because essentially that's like sort of what my mom said. So I would say that in my own life, I've actually come to appreciate Valentine's Day. I think that a day that's dedicated, yeah, a a day that's dedicated to love is always welcome in my books. And yeah, although, you know, I, although I like the idea of a day of love, I also know that, um, I know that it's, it it is a, a holiday that is designed to make tons of cash. Yes. <laughs> sure. It's a money making yeah. holiday for sure. Oh yeah. 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 
Yeah. And they've already started. They started, they started like, I mean, the stores, um, the stores in central London started like the end of January. Oh my Maybe God. Maybe mid-January. Oh Yeah. They're just leave like, oh that God, month alone. It's insane. Like around your birthday. Yeah. They probably started. Don't even try. You guys know, I was actually, my due date, I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day. Oh my God. I was supposed to be a Valentine's Day baby. And I said, I'm actually going to come out a month early. I'm going to avoid Truly. that. Truly. Because that sounds like a bit of a of a nightmare to be born on Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're born on Valentine's Sorry. Day. Sorry. Well, yeah. I will say my sister is born on Christmas. So my mom would have had two holiday babies, which would have holiday been Holiday babies. Yeah. Oh, that's cute, actually. Right? It would have been yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a moment. Um. I also like Valentine's Day. I used to be really anti-Valentine's Day. I was, like, super strong in my, um, like, socialist. Uh, I probably have, like, a like a painter's one piece on, and I, like, combat yeah, I boots. Yeah, and I'm, like... I can see it, yeah. I was, like, this is just, like, so crazy, the way that we make people feel bad for not being in relationships and, like, force people to spend money on stuff. And, like, flowers are, you know... 20, 20 times more expensive than they normally are. And I was like, rah, 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 rah. it's a, like consumerist and gross. And I still feel that way. But yeah. I now p- post COVID kind of feel like any chance post COVID clarity. Post- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Fellas out there. Y'all ever had post nut clarity? Post-COVID Let me clarity. know. That should be our next episode. A post COVID clarity, absolutely. Watch it, watch it. Oh, watch it. It's gonna be our next episode. <laughs> um, y'all ever had? Okay, well, so I had post nut. Um, no, post COVID clarity. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> god damn. Okay, I had post COVID clarity where I was like, actually, any chance to celebrate, I'm going to take it. Like when, whilst in the yeah. depths of lockdown and like quarantine in my room, I was like. <sighs> It's just, I used to be so like, about so much. And now I don't want to be that way. So now I take any opportunity to celebrate and I really run with it. Therefore, Valentine's Day, it's fun. It's whimsical. It's sweet. It's cute. Whether you're single or in a relationship or whatever, you can just like be like, oh, cute. Love is in the air. Hee hee. You don't even have to spend money. Yeah. Appreciating the whimsy of it all, maybe. Appreciating the like. I don't know, the lightness, the fun. You just take what yeah. you want from it, leave what you don't. That's my new, my post-COVID clarity. Yeah, no, I think that's really beautiful. I think that's beautiful. And maybe that's something that subconsciously I have as well. Because, yeah, like, now I'm, I'm just like, well, you know, I mean, it's a pleasant holiday. If anything, it's pleasant. Yeah. So why not Quiet. partake in the festivities to an extent? Yeah. I'm not going to, like, you know, spend the earth trying to, you know, I guess, profess my love. It's, it's insane. But... But it's cute. It's cute. It's a cute thing. Do you yeah. um do you get post nut clarity? Do I get post nut clarity? That's actually a good question, and I've been dying to answer that question. For yeah. A minute, no, actually. I had a feeling. Do I get post nut clarity? No. <laughs> Still as delusional as before. <laughs> Still as delusional as before. Yeah. Probably worse, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have pre-nut clarity where oh um before I I really can't finish see that's it's unheard actually of. so no, disgusting <laughs> I was actually so abhorrent and so gross I was <laughs> um I have post and pre-nut clarity I actually just have clarity 
Um, you're level-headed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day. Woo. Woo. I hope none of you get post-nut clarity on Valentine's Day. I hope it's delusion and whimsy and fun. Yeah. Um, the, the entire time. But yeah, um, sorry for all the gross comments. Yeah. I hope that you guys celebrate <laughs> Valentine's Day with yourself, uh, with your uh, partners, with your family, with your friends. Oh, oh, this actually does remind me. Um, Desiree and I were talking post episode, and um, or post last post episode, post episode, we had. It really oh was. My God. We were delivered some post-episode clarity from our female friendships episode um, where we, you know, it came to our attention that we just like so left out what could have been a really interesting discussion on the Mm -hmm. difference in friendships when it comes to like sexuality and stuff. And big blunder, big blunder on Jade's part (laughs) because she was sitting here, I was sitting here running my mouth about like community building and like women being community builders because of historical necessity when okay y'all this is what's so embarrassing the og community builders <laughs> the og community <laughs> builders are the lgbt is the lgbtq community i don't know how to do grammar um yeah. and literally in my dissertation for university like i had to read so many papers on that because i studied fictive kin but basically like talk about historical necessity like friendships need to be deeply connected and vulnerable in many queer communities and like yeah, we just completely left that out because we were talking about men. And I think in our heads, we kind of defaulted to like cishet men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, just, yeah we we're just like these, these men that we don't really deal with, yeah, I guess. These, yeah. And, yeah. Which I hope yeah. is implied in a way because I, mm-hmm. we, we didn't mention it on account of all the like hecticness going on, but I would never imply that like, for instance, I don't know, like queer communities would have exactly the same uh, relationships as those who are living in like traditionally heteronormative friendships like that's just so different um or can or can be so yeah different. in that way and, and and I'm sure I'm sure that it wasn't like I it's hard for me to think of it being taken in that way yeah. but yeah I, I think that it was just like the conversation could could have been expanded more to include like um just draw uh sexuality into the mix as well so it was really I think it was really cool like hearing free feedback um about that and like sort of being like oh yeah like that's actually something that we could have talked about so like this is I guess like this is the part of the show where we're just like we absolutely love when you guys give us feedback we love 100 especially constructive criticism like you know it's it's only a situation in which we grow from it and we're just like more aware of these kinds of things so we really do appreciate it like and like our constructive criticism came from like people who know us and care about us and like it, it, it's it's the best thing in the world honestly to have a platform like this and to hear from you guys is like one of the best things in the world yeah so i mean we always say like please message us on instagram whatever do it send us a little message like i when i say that i do fully intend like if you disagree with something yeah. let's talk about it it's because it's interesting Voice, yeah and that's yeah. that's really the biggest thing like with this we were like sorry there's a helicopter going over you guys um <laughs> with this it was like ah oh, damn like you know, they're so right. We missed out on a really fascinating part of that discussion. And as I said in our little disclaimer, like we are just like clowns, like we're not academics or anything, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to be, I don't want to be constantly like expanding my, my mind about this. Cause it's such a good point. Like it would have been such yeah. an interesting conversation to have and like getting into the nuance of that all. So 
yeah, you know, while you listen to these episodes, we love to know when things make you laugh or things you agree with or things you felt seen by. But if there are things you're like, you guys actually could benefit from knowing this or that, let us know because it's it's um, let us benefit please yeah, le- allow us allow <laughs> yeah. us to get allow us to benefit allow us to yes. benefit <laughs> to get post information clarity post, post dm inform- clarity oh yeah, yeah. Oh my post God, episode best. clarity yeah <laughs> so yeah that was just a little that's just a little footnote on the, our last episode like we totally could have gotten into that way more than we did um and that would have been super interesting for sure yeah 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 um, but yeah, so that was last episode. We're on this episode. And so, you know, the theme is a little different and I'm actually quite excited. Me and Jade are both excited about this episode. You've already seen from uh, the name, <laughs> the title of this episode. Uh, you should you should already kind of get the gist. But we are actually going to be talking about soulmate culture. We're going to be talking about um, the toxic part of soulmate culture as well as mm. sort of like giving our perspectives on how we perceive soulmate <laughs> culture Ooh, and all of the, the de, all of the derivatives of such as well so yeah I've prepared a little um a little ditty not a song I've prepared a little <laughs> overview I would um, love if you like Ed Sheeran style whipped it. out whipped out an acoustic <laughs> guitar started stomping your foot you suddenly have an accent like a, a British uh-huh. accent or an Irish a accent, British accent. Maybe. <laughs> You sing a little ditty about soulmates. About soulmates. Actually, oh my God. One of these days, I swear to God. One of these days. When we make it big. When When we we make make it big and I can afford a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Here I go. Let's hear it. One day in ancient Greece, a famous philosopher swished his toga around the side, sat in a chair, stroked his long beard, and picked up a pen, and wrote a statement he couldn't have known would stand the test of time and inspire thousands upon thousands of poems, films, and diary entries. According to Plato, the student of Socrates, Greek mythology states that humans originally had four arms, four legs, and two faces. In the early days, we humans became too prideful, and Zeus took vengeance by splitting us in half. Suddenly now, the human population doubled, half of us destined to find the other in order to right some deep unconscious wrong, to begin the journey to unwavering bliss, to finally become complete. Fast forward 2,450 years, and you just so happen to be scrolling on none other than TikTok. You're up to date with the trends, you've heard the same TikTok audio over and over again to the point where you can recite it syllable for syllable, and you're suddenly aware of the ache in the back of your eyes from hours of scrolling. You think to yourself, you've had enough for the day. But then there's a thumbnail of a woman with a deck of tarot cards, and there's text just above her head that says, physical appearance of your soulmate with a green heart emoji. You you engage with the video, more to humor the idea of such a concept. And that simple action kicks off the infamous domino effect that will ultimately change the face of your entire For You page. Progressively and progressively, The only content that you can see becomes short videos from soulmate TikTok that then leads to twin flame TikToks. And then you get TikToks explaining the idea of soul ties. Soul ties? What the hell is that? You're now aware of what seems like a whole new world of romance you just never knew. Some of the things you're learning are comforting, some spark your curiosity, and others are just downright disordering. Yeah, that explains why the person you texted never texted you back. You guys are twin flames. Ever heard of it? They're the runner and you're the chaser. 
You're not together because you're just not chasing correctly. They're running just fine. If you buy this package for the small price of $15.99, this TikTok influencer, who clearly knows a hell of a lot better than you, can show you what you've been doing wrong and how to get the love of your life to stop running away from you. And maybe then, maybe then you'll be happy. This is the beginning of hundreds of stories where one fateful free trial of the idea of toxic soulmate culture ended up costing people their sanity, thousands and thousands in cash, and even some of their clean criminal records. The topic this week isn't about mush and gush. We're gonna be talking broadly about soulmate culture and the different variations that fall beneath it. Many of us are lovers of love, but how far would you go for it? How much would you give up to take on an age-old philosophy? Today we're talking soulmates, twin flames, soul ties, and more. From the possible benefits, its influence on modern day culture, and implications for everyday media consumers. So you there with the two eyes, two arms, and two legs. Looking good. Keep listening. I think you and today's conversation will make a very great match. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Oh Girl, I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that while I should have been working. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just go in on this. Like, hold here. on, and you, yeah. go in. You did go in. You, you did. Thanks, babes. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk more about this, and I'm like confused and shocked a little bit, and I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm. I'm speaking from a place of literally being obsessed with, um, I guess in a way sort of like, I mean, one thing about me that I don't think that I've ever actually expressed on this, on this podcast is that I'm a documentary girl. I'm such a documentary girl. And I've watched so many documentaries on like, uh, like, I don't know how how things can like really go wrong in terms of like, I don't know, like cult documentaries to to say the least. Um, and, and, and how that, and like some of these documentaries also relate to like sort of toxic, um, uh, uh, soulmate culture. And so like, I've been, I've been waiting to talk about this for a minute, y'all, like literally. So the way that this episode is going to be structured is it's going to be structured in four parts. And so there's going to, it's going to be jam packed because each, Oh my God. Yeah. Each, each, uh, section, uh, I feel like we can say quite a lot about, um, but yeah, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about whether or not we believe in soulmates. Um, we're gonna be talking about the different types of soulmates, whether or not we buy it, whether or not we see any sort of, I don't know if we see any value in the idea of them. Yeah. Um, and then also we're gonna be asking ourselves if soulmates are real. We're also gonna be looking at some evidence, quote unquote evidence uh-huh. <laughs> that argues yes and also argues no, and okay. giving our our thoughts on that and then um yeah lastly it's gonna be a situation in which like we talk more about some of the research I've done in more of the toxic um culture of uh soulmate the soulmate um the toxic era of like the soulmate sort of like concepts so it's gonna be it's gonna be a jam-packed one y'all oh my god I'm so excited to get into this I am so yeah. excited. So I think, I think we're going to start off uh, the discussion with the same question that we're going to end with. Because I just wonder if like whatever's brought up might change our minds, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the first question is, 
do you believe in soulmates? No. Mm. If soulmates mm. are real, I believe everyone would have multiple, for one. And in that way, I feel like they become almost redundant. And I think it's just like people you care about who you are compatible with in whichever regard. If I believe in soulmates also, and I believe that there are multiple, they would not be solely delegated to the romantic uh, uh, area. I'm trying to avoid saying sphere. I feel like there could be a drinking Mm -hmm. game around me saying sphere in the show. (laughs) Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you could have like soulmates in your family and in your friends and and strangers on the street. But I think overall, I guess I would say no, I do not. And you, Desiree? Do, do, do I get to ask you back? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm open to the concept. I'm open to it. I feel like my educated, my, my tertiary educated brain can't quite, you know, fully say, oh, yeah, I believe in it. But okay. I'm open. I'm open to being proven wrong. That's, that's what it is. Uh-huh. I'm open uh-huh. to being proven wrong. And so the research that went into the show and <laughs> actually trying to find something to prove me wrong has been extensive, but I feel like I get, I get why people believe in soulmates. Like, I feel like, you know, in this world where we, a lot of us believe in, you know, spirituality, manifestation, um, astrology things of that sort it's you know it's it's feasible to think that maybe like there's some sort of divine um a, a divine power that is that is uh that um is i don't know like making you a part of someone else in that way i don't know like i feel like that was actually worded like really weirdly because making you a part of someone else like it, it there's a there's a chance maybe that there's a divine power that is guiding you to the person that you're quote unquote, like, I guess like soul tied to, or, or, you know, you're supposed to be this like half of, of, of this, uh, four eyed, uh, four armed, four legged monster. I don't know. Um, so I mean, with that being said, I say that on one end, but I also say on the other that, um, being scientifically minded, it's just something that is so improbable. There's no, it doesn't really hold up. It doesn't hold water because like there's no real studies out there that can prove that anything like that has happened. It just sounded like one day someone sat down, stroked their beard, switched yeah. their toga to the side and decided to be like, hey, um, I've, I've, I've you know, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my yeah. immediate thought is like, aren't human beings, okay, let me preface this by saying what I've said a million times before. I am not a... I am not a girly who relies on soul biological precedence for everything because I think that that's useless. I totally believe in certain things we chop up to being instinctual or part of our like animal brains only are as prominent as they are in the current day and age because of social replication. However, aren't human beings like not monogamous creatures like in their na- like right isn't that see, in their nature? See with that, so wouldn't that see be with that? I See, with that, like, me, me being like, oh, yeah, this is a great topic for debate. <laughs> because even when I, within that, it's like, I feel like there there are, there's like, there's a, a subset of human that is like, quote unquote, monogamous. And then there's a subset that is just like, 
no, like I, I can date multiple people at once. Right. I, I feel like where do we where do we draw the line? Because where where do we draw the line here in the sense of um you know, okay, so like monogamy to you would be like you only want to be with one person for the rest of your life. Yes. Well, when oh, before before you met Well when before look- you- <laughs> When, when you, when, when you, when, when, when you. When, when, when. <laughs> um, um, okay. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know whether I would describe it as wanting to be with one person romantically or sexually. I feel like sexually we are yeah. just tr- literally not sexually yeah, monogamous I mean, yeah, creatures. No, like, no. like the idea is to like have as many partners as possible, like right back, way back when it was like you. Yeah. You keep, you know, they humans weren't ma- mating for life creatures. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I'm saying because I don't know that I could comment on the romantic desire. I guess there's that's where the nuance would come in of like, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, I don't know. But I think I still I still hear that point, and I feel like it is quite valid because, like, yeah, like I mean, for people who are like poly, for people who mm-hmm. actually just make it very clear that they want more than one partner. Uh, you know, do they believe that all of them are, are soulmates or do they just like completely kick the idea Ooh, out? You yeah, know? that's such a good like, point. It would be it would be really interesting to hear from someone who is someone who is Polly who um believes in soulmates. Like how do you yeah. how do you believe it? But you know what? Later on in the episode we'll talk about the different variations and the okay. different categories that I think people can fall under. So you might find towards the end of the episode you fall under maybe a certain a certain belief. category. Who knows? Do do I? Yeah. Is there going to be a a grievances section where I can bitch about the concept? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, great, great, great. One hundred, one hundred percent. And like, feel free, feel free to bitch as we go along. To be honest. Oh, okay. So that's what I was wondering. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I yeah. do have a lot to say on the problem on what I believe is like very problematic about the concept of soulmates. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't know when is an appropriate time to uh, right. bitch about. We're it. gonna get there. Oh, okay. we're gonna get. There. <laughs> okay, we're gonna I'll get wait, there. Because the thing is, is I'm trying. I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give like you know a bit of like I want. I want the ones who do believe, like our listeners who do believe in soulmates, to hear us talk about it positively. Because there is a there's a there's a half there's half of me that's like I I could kind of get behind it. No, you're. But being... we're definitely we're gonna. You're being fair. We're being and fair. I like that. Yeah. 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 We're yeah. being fair about that. Notice this. how We're I gonna, said you're, yeah. I said you're being fair. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to give me a lot of credit there. We are being fair. Yeah. No, you're well, being fair. I, I will be, I will be fair about this. I will yeah. be fair about it. So, okay. All right. We're, we're going to ask that question towards the end of the, the episode for sure. So, um, I thought it was interesting where I was like, you know what? I kind of want to construct like a map a sort of like diagram of the different types of soul soulmates. Okay. It's like soulmate variations that I've seen. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be describing this mind map that I've created and sort of like giving, I feel like, I feel like, you know, that meme of like Charlie from um, it's always oh sunny. God, yeah. Charlie from yeah, <laughs> like literally drawing like a red, like red thread between like every picture. That's, yeah. literally, that's been me all afternoon trying to like figure this thing out. Okay. So we have the broad sort of umbrella that's soulmates. Cool. We know what that is. We've gone over the, the definition of that. Then you have two branches that stick off from soulmates, the general idea of soulmates. So in that way, there's like the more realistic sense, right? You have more of like the thought process that 
it's a it's soulmate as a person who is ideally suited to another as a close friend or a romantic partner. So okay. you know you guys share certain uh, beliefs, share certain um, interests, like maybe are in the same sort of demographic, like you know, like that's sort of the more realistic definition of soulmates or whatever. Then you get into the more whimsical kind of maybe a little bit delirious uh, side of the mind map where mm-hmm. you have it. It's it's way more metaphysical. So, of course, like soulmates is the mates of the soul on the spiritual plane. And every person ever just like gets this unique and irreplaceable half that you have to find. Mm. And so, yeah, those are the those are the first two sort of rows. And then from the metaphysical sort of aspect of of soulmates, you have several other branches that come into form. So the first one would be twin flames. Right. And so here in the twin flame section, <laughs> let give it a chat. <laughs> in the twin flames section, yeah. this describes people who share the same, they share the same soul. So it's not a matter of mating, souls mating. They have the same soul. Okay. So they share it. Um, and once these twin flames meet, there is an intense connection an extreme sort of magnetism that occurs. And like very often, very often the individuals share like past experiences and trauma. So okay. that's more of a comprehensive definition of twin flames. Well, stay with me because all of these terms come back. Yes. So that's one branch there. The other branch under like the metaphysical soulmate sort of definition would be soul ties. Have you heard anything about soul ties? I think I've heard it before, but I don't, I have not explored it. Okay. Okay. So in soul ties, what you guys need to understand is this is an intense spiritual connection between two people that results from mutual learning experience. And oftentimes these like soul ties can't be severed. So basically Uh it's not necessarily like you can have multiple soul ties now. Like it's not a situation where there's just one for you. Whereas with the twin flames, like you guys share a soul, like you guys are inextricably linked, like with soul ties, it's like there's multiple people, but it's more implied that with soul ties, like it's more of a romantic sort of thing, at least from what I was seeing, it's more of a romantic kind of um, tie to somebody. So oftentimes like people would say everyone that you have sex with, your soul tied to. God, I hope not. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the intense spiritual connection can be sex, some people think. Okay. Right? And, and then the last part, because we're going to go back to all of these and give our, and give our opinions. opinions. The last okay. one would be the, scru- the group soulmates, so like a soul family. And okay. this is basically comprised of a group of people uh, that like share, they have like, they're energetically resonating with each other on a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual level. And basically this can be any relationship. They can be your coworker. They can be mm-hmm. your, um, you know, your partner. They can be whoever. They can be the girl at the grocery store. It doesn't like who, who checks, who um, cashes out. It okay. doesn't matter. It can be anybody who's your group soulmate. And there's obviously multiple of them. But basically across time, um, you guys will always find each other in every life. So that's the idea of group soulmates. Okay. And yeah. my question is, do in the group, for instance, let's say, let's say you're in my group soulmate yeah thing, right and let's say some random person i know here is also in my group soulmate 
does that imply that you two are in each other's group as well? Mm, that's an interesting question. So I can't actually answer that because I didn't even right. think of like asking that question. Yeah. Like if you, if you share an intense physical or, um, you know, emotional connection with someone, um, who is independent of another person that you also have those feelings for, are you guys actually in the family? Like, you know, like yeah. Cause the concept some... of like group or family makes me think that everyone is interconnected is connected. in that group yeah. versus when I think of like soul ties, it's like, it's like individual, like people tied to you that are not connected to one another. That's at least how I'm visualizing it. Maybe that's. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry, I think I, just... I would visualize it in that same way. So sort of like, maybe like, I guess maybe family, close family, friends and stuff like that. Maybe there's more of a soul tie there. Mm. But mm. we're going to go back to each individual one. Do you think that there's any sort of value in the twin flame kind of community where these are two people who share the same soul? Once they meet, there's an intense connection, blows up. <sighs> they have they share past experiences and trauma. Hmm. What so do you think? T- twin flame, and this is like, it's pretty, pretty much like romantic only, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's like... 100% romantic. Okay. Twin flames romantic. Okay, here's my answer. No. Uh, my answer is okay. no. I believe that this narrative... Is this my time to bitch? Because like... Yes, the other this ones, is your time. Okay, okay, cool. Because the other ones yes. I'm way more open to entertaining and talking about and actually might have an opinion that would surprise some viewers on one of them. Right. But on this one, I'm going to go in. So just like warning, okay? If you believe in this, I'm, no hate. I'm just going to go in. You can go in back on me afterwards in the DMs. Okay, so... <laughs> I believe the twin flame narrative, like it, I find it nauseating because Mm. I think it's so inherently targeted towards women. Yes. And like has been used to make women feel as though their ultimate goal in life has to be in this like heteronormative, very like standard familial domestic style life where you find a man who is going to complete part of you that was missing your whole life until you met him. Um, that like, you know, we are all but half of one soul and I'm looking for my other half to be whole. I think it's so damaging. I think historically it's put so many people in dangerous situations and bad situations and situations they could do better than. Additionally, I think it's kind of sad if let's say you, let's say you, okay, Desiree, I'm going to use you and I'm going to use fake examples about you. This is, I'm not spilling tea yeah, about yeah. Desiree's real life right now. Okay. It's actually say, her spilling tea about my yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> I give government names, dates, dates, (laughs) birthdays. Um, Okay, so imagine, right, you, at age 16, you had a boyfriend for six months. He was some, like, kid in your class. And it's, like, little kid dating. You know, it's nothing serious. But you guys are still friends to this day because it was, like, a very sweet relationship. Then when you're in college, you dated someone for two years. Very intense, like, first love sort of vibes. Then out of college, you dated someone for four years. And that was like a really like big adult relationship, like really huge. Um, But you guys sadly part because um, they moved somewhere else for work and you guys couldn't make it work. Then the next person you meet is the person you end up marrying and you have children with them. Is that your twin flame then? If If so, doesn't it feel like you're writing off the importance and the impactfulness and the emotional salience that all those other relationships could have like the twin flame idea I think is just so limiting it's like undermining the importance and perhaps romantic or emotional intensity of any prior bond you've had with someone which I feel like does a disservice to 
the point of having relationships in general. Like I think that it's beautiful when it comes in and it's beautiful when it goes away. And to like valorize one over the other is strange. Obviously, you know, if you're having kids with someone, that's like a very different relationship, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the other ones were pointless or just like little flings leading up to this important one, you know? Yeah. And that's what I think Twin Flames sort of maybe intrinsic to it creates a narrative that would make people feel that way. So those are my feelings. I'm, I'm not a Twin Flame fan, personally. Okay, yeah. No, fair enough. I think, like, I think with Twin Flames... It's so easy to kind of draw the comparison to I feel like Twin Flames is is the most um the most the most visible like um the most visible idea of soulmates I think in media, in in media and things like that mm-hmm. like I mean most of the time it is a heteronormative kind of concept it's in like you know you know tons of Disney princess movies and stuff like that it's it's uh it's true love it's your yeah. one true love, you yeah. know? Um, we can also see, we can see um, semblances of the idea in like, in phrases such as, you know, kissing, you kissed a few frogs before you kissed your prince, right. you know, in that so way. True. Yeah, so and true. so it's so, it's like, it's so weird because obviously if, as someone who's been like conditioned in, you know, culture for, you know, as long as I've been alive until like relatively recently with the whole like revolution of like us actually making sense in our in 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 how we handle like the way that we see love and, and yeah. other things um compared to other generations no hate um <laughs> yeah but like yeah i think that i feel like it's been harder for me with a twin twin flames concept that is one of the most subscribed ideas maybe not to the point where they call it twin flames but that one for you the only one for you everyone else was a mistake like they were just they were actually just stepping stones to get you to the true island to right. to the island of mana and i agree with you i feel like that's not a good way of looking at your past relationships and things like those people weren't rocks like those were people yeah. and you shared a connection with them no matter how much you try to you know, erase it and stuff like that. You did share a connection and they did mm-hmm. change you. Like, 100%. they did change you. You must have learned and felt things and, like, grown a lot in that. We used to call it, I mean, I to this day call it um, making your tapestry, which yeah, I don't yeah. mean to, like, dehumanize people by right. equating them to, like, a qu- piece of a quilt, but... More, of the, more like the experiences are, like, yeah, you sort of make, like, a patch and add it to the tapestry. Exactly, and it's, like, no matter how small yeah. that patch is or how how small it is compared to a really big patch in the tapestry, it's still part of the tapestry. And yeah. It's, and it's making up your whole your whole romantic life or, like, sexual life or what, what, what have you, you know? Um, yeah. So we used to say that. Yeah. We used to be like, oh, he's part of the tapestry. He's part of the tapestry. Yeah. He's like, he's in yeah. the tapestry, no matter yeah. what, he's in the tapestry. <laughs> and then also like from a more critical angle as well, right? Like you can argue that I, the, the whole twin flames, the one, um, you know, your Prince charming, all of that stuff, no matter what you want to call it. I feel like, um, it doesn't really make space for the fact that you're going to change all throughout your life so it's basically saying that you're born you're born that other person is born and um you guys from birth were just suited for each other yeah right and And like it's like you're gonna change throughout your life like you're gonna change let's wait till the brain is fully developed like can you believe desiree do you ever does it ever hit you like 
our brains aren't yet fully developed. It's not, right? no. Yeah, can and I hear imagine? it all the time. Whenever I listen back to myself, <laughs> I can, hear, I can like, hear that my brain is not fully developed. The yes. frontal, frontal cortex is not, is that it? Is that <laughs> the term? <laughs> the frontal, frontal lobe, I think. <laughs> it's underdeveloped. It's, it's scary to think that, like, you know, teenagers, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds uh. are like, oh, my God, I found the one for me. Girl, girl. There's no way. Like, we're, me and you are still in dangerous oh, territory. Yes. We're still in dangerous oh territory. If I, if I, oh my God, absolutely. If I were to get together and stay forever with the person I would have thought oh, could geez. be that person when I was like 18 or 19, it's giving God me anxiety. help me. God, you're done. Me, you're done. You're like in my case. In my case, I'm barefoot and pregnant. I have not a cent to my name. I like and it, it's the truth. It's the truth. I'm not going to be well taken care of, but I'm going to say that it's love, and I'm the ride or die, like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. I will say that. I, I will like a that. fool. Okay, so yeah, like, like an idiot. But yeah, okay, so that's twin flames. Going yeah, back okay. to soul ties, right? So the soul ties, like a recap on that is like this intense spiritual, intense spiritual connection between two people that comes from mutual learning experience. And oftentimes, like the intense sort of activity is like sex, basically. And your tie can't be severed. Ever. Ever. You're stuck to that person. See, I'm, uh, I don't know how I feel about this one either. <laughs> so, so, I've seen, I've seen in my research, I've seen, um, <laughs> I've seen like, and it really gives like incellular. It actually does. But like, oh, I've seen like certain guys being like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be with a woman who has like over five soul ties. Like you don't want to be with a woman who has five soul ties. Lying. Yeah, because she's connected. She's connected to like five other dudes. Yo, like, no, you don't like, it's too many soul ties. Oh yeah. my god, what? Mm-hmm. First of all, yeah. So it's not even actually, bodies anymore. It's soul ties. I, I was about to say something. <laughs> so I was about to say something so awful, which would have been a joke, but I don't want to be misquoted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Wow. That is. We are grown at our big grown ages. We're talking about uh, women having yes. more than five soul ties. Okay. Soul ties. That is just so embarrassing. Here's my feeling. Um. I don't enjoy the idea. How do I say this? My personal, uh, my personal dogma is that sex is, sex is special. Sex is a good thing. Sex should be treated as such. You know, you should care about whether it's a good experience for you or not. You should uh, make sure you are in a safe situation and you're having a good time and making sure that both people or however many people are involved are happy and enjoying themselves and feel very good about the situation. Like I do believe sex is special in that way. However, I do not believe that sex is per se sacred. I think that it does not need to be, it's like at once it's a big deal because I want people to take it seriously and take care of themselves and make sure they're happy and putting themselves in good, like healthy sexual situationship situationships jesus i'm so gen z <laughs> gen z pill yeah very situations with you that i'm right there with you situations additionally i want people to not 
hype it up to be life-changing, world-altering, you know, like the emphasis mm-hmm. as a culture we have on virginity and, and stuff like that, I yeah. think is pretty useless. And I feel as though this soul tie, soul ties particularly with regards to the thought that it's created via having like sex because it's so intense, like you bond your souls. I'm yeah. not for that. I just feel like I agree. It, it's, I, agree. I think that that would put a negative... I think that that's ultimately probably negative for uh, the social social membrane. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's just a huge part that's missing in the idea of soul ties in that way, where it's like, oh yeah, it was. It's basically like this intense this intense thing happened between you and someone else, and you know, oftentimes that's sex, <sighs> trauma bonding. Like, I mean, it's kind of like like oh, so like if something happened, if like you know, you guys are in a situation ship where I don't know, like the bank is robbed and you guys are there and you guys are like sharing this sort of, um, terrible experience together, this intense experience. Does that now mean that you're sold tied to this person, especially if you were attracted to that person during that time? I don't know if that's even possible. Like it's, it's, it's inherently damaging in that way to be like, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's like we can scientifically say that actually trauma bonding actually exists and yeah. that in no way, shape, or form actually means that the person that you trauma bonded with, you and that person should be together by any, or that you have to be connected to that person. Additionally, I recently found out that the definition of trauma bond has changed via social media, like replication of the phrase, and has actually shifted away from yeah. its original meaning. And trauma bond was originally, uh, how am I going to say this? Uh, Just quick trigger warning. I'm going to use an example, which might be very uh, triggering to some people. I'm going to use an abuse example. You do not, you and I talking about our individual experiences of trauma are not trauma bonded. And you and I, let's say, let's say you and I go through the same traumatic event. We are not trauma bonded. Right. Trauma bonding originally meant, let's say you were dating a man who physically abused you, uh-huh. you were trauma bonded to, to him, him. Okay, because yeah. he put you through trauma. So right. trauma bonding used to be considered oh. something that was to do with the perpetuator of trauma and the victim right. of trauma rather than two okay, people undergoing the same trauma. That's just an interesting side note. I recently yeah, learned that. Yeah, that is interesting. That. Um, so that's just, <laughs> just in case y'all uh, knew that or didn't know that, I recently found that out. And yeah. was like, oh, I've been using this term Maybe it's correct now because I think that's it. I think the, the meaning, meaning has shifted. Changed, yeah. But that's it's not just what it originally more buzzwordy. was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like I mean, it, it, it's just in a situation where you, you and another person has gone through an intense situation together, and it was maybe not the best. Maybe it was actually very trauma inducing. Like just because you guys both went through that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you are connected and you stay together yeah. in that way. No. And not yeah, at all. I, I I don't know. It's it's I mean and and if you if you say, "Oh my god, I used to this person was my sexual partner. I feel like such a deep connection with this person. I do actually believe in soul ties." It probably has something to do with not just the sex that you guys had. It probably yeah. has to do with the fact that you actually like we're attracted to this person somewhat, maybe on a um, mental level, a personality yeah. level too. Like, you know, like be one thing we got to be is fucking for real. And you do have to be yeah. fucking for real. And like, don't like, it's, it's, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. It, it just can't be a situation where it's literally just the physical sex that you've had with another person. I can't. It's also, no. it's also giving forced. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. like, I'm forcing myself to be connected to someone because hypothetically we could be based on things we've, 
gone through or done together. I mean, that's not yeah. how it works in, in friendship. Just because y'all have hung out a certain amount of times does not mean you're connected and going to be friends. There's so much yeah. more at play. And I think when you operate with certain expectations like that, you end up forcing connections or forcing relationships that aren't necessarily happening naturally. And I think that in regards to relationships, natural development is one of the healthiest and most, uh, I think, fruitful ways to go about deepening something rather than being like, well, we've gone through this together, so therefore we should be this. Or we've had sex, so we should be this. You just can't always say Mm -hmm. that. It's not not that cut and No, you can't. It's not applicable in every situation. Agreed. Agreed. No. So group soulmates, soul family, what do you think? This one I'm more open to. Yeah. So this one I'm far more open to because I've before, okay, guys, I'm going to be vulnerable. Oh, my God. I'm going to be vulnerable, and I'm going to show you guys something Desiree knows that I have, but if you listen to this podcast, you might not be able to tell. I am actually deeply spiritual and a big, big, like, hippie-to-bee person way down deep. I'm just, I'm just afraid to show it. And <laughs> She's just skilled. I'm just skilled. <laughs> I'm just shy. Um, but I do, I've had moments with people where I've thought to myself, like, if we do have past lives, like I've known you, I have known you. I know that I've known you in past lives and like, yeah, cause there's just some, I will feel like a certain connection to people in my life and not just romantic, like friendship wise completely where I think there's no world in which I would not find my way to this person. Like, I just feel like the way we met or the circumstances that brought us together, they were just too one way and the, the connection I have with them. And it's so familiar, even though I don't, haven't known them for that long. And like, you know, I could easily probably say that about you, Desiree. Like, I do feel like it's yeah, still I can family say that sort of thing. As well. yeah. yeah. I feel like I've known you in multiple lifetimes. Um, and if I have a soul family, you're absolutely in there. So I, this Period. one I'm far more open to. But this is why I was asking, like, but does it mean that everyone in the soul family gets along? Because I do feel like that's unrealistic. Like, I might yeah. feel that I'm, I'm soul family with you. And I also feel like I'm soul family with, you know blah 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 but y'all don't know each other and y'all might not get along yeah and i think that that's normal if, and natural yeah but what if there's like this like sort of like cosmic network that we can't right? even fully like grasp where it's like <gasps> it's not just like sort of like circles in space like there's actual like network and and, and crossover between like sold families in that way it could be because that's the one that gets me the most um yeah group soulmates actually get me the most because i think that in a romantic sphere i think that you can feel like really, really like connected to someone where you're like, I feel like I could find you um, across lifetimes. I think that you can feel that way, but that's in no way, shape or form um, restricted to just that situation. Like, I feel like the kind of, the kind of, the kind of bond that you have with, you know, biological family as well as chosen family is something that I don't think any human being can like really truly describe with words. It's just something, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's a feeling. And in that way, because I'm also a spiritual hippy dippy mm-hmm. bitch, how do you how do you guys think we got together? Okay, like yeah. <laughs> we have commonalities. Um, I th- that's the one that I would if I had to subscribe to any one of them. I think that I think that I could see because it's um, I, it's a something that I can't explain, but it's something that I can feel. I can yeah. feel that I've known this person. A hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. It's just it's like it's so different, and and it's funny because I I wouldn't necessarily say that those relationships are any better than the ones that you meet people and you're like, this is probably my first lifetime meeting this person. 
Yeah. Um, I have that feeling too, where I'm like, oh my God, I love this person. I'm like getting along with this person. And I think this is the first time I've ever met them. Um, yeah. And I want to make it clear that I don't necessarily think that that's any worse than being like, oh, I've known you for multiple lifetimes. Yeah, no, I don't see It's just yeah, different. Exactly. But there is a there is a distinction for some reason. I do like to think in my own personal belief system, if I'm sus- subscribing to group soulmates, that you could be in multiple group yeah. groups. Yeah, because I can there see is that. A, a level where I do think like our network of university friends, like I could easily see there being a group soulmate situation there. But I like to I like to think you could be in multiple. Yeah. And I mean, this is this is when it gets real dumb girl over here. But and I definitely <laughs> could be like quoting this wrong. Literally every like metaphysicist or every like, I don't know, um, physicist ever listening to me is going to be like, that's not right. But I think that there's a theory that it can be mathematically sort of implied that there are multiple dimensions Oh, all at once. Uh, oh, I think you're very correct about that. Yeah. And in that case, it's like in each dimension, in each, in each sort of variation of what life could be, it is the belief that in each dimension you are connected to that person. So it might not necessarily be, it might not necessarily be like, oh yeah, like me and Jade in our human forms, like, yeah. you know, we're in, in, in dimension A, that's what we are. In dimension B, uh, we are two butterflies in the field. <laughs> dimension, dimension C, we're like two like Martians on Mars. Like, I don't know. It's just like, but it doesn't matter. It's just that the souls of those beings are supposed to be connected, I guess, yeah. in that way. I which is really it. sweet to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, despite all the red flags Desiree had when I first met her, something in my gut. <laughs> yes, something so in my yeah. gut. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. That's a story for another day. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, despite all of those, no, I, I always felt like, so very, I was like, I feel like I just get this person. Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. it's like over time we got to know each other better, but I don't, I don't really know how, I got to know more like practical things about you, but like the essence of who you are and how you react to things, like nothing ever really took me by surprise. Like when you're getting to know someone for yeah. the first time. Some things, like the way they react to something or the way they think about something, it's like, oh, interesting, they think that way. I don't think I've really had that with you. And there's like quite a few people in my life where I have that same feeling where I'm like, oh, I just know. I know this person. Like, I know them. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure many of you listening can relate to that feeling as well, where you're just like, I just know. I know that person. I know that that person. person For years. Yeah, I feel like it's a... (laughs) For like centuries, for eons, like because I agree where I I agree where things just felt like very natural between us in like very 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 early stages, and I also think too that in because I do sort of subscribe to this ideology, I think that people in your soul group or your soul family they they help you become the person that you're becoming, and I feel yeah. like. Between us, I feel like you've actually put me on to quite a lot that I don't think that I would have been put on if I didn't meet you in that way. Yeah. So like there's there's like a very small, small, like literally I can kind of say on three fingers, like people who I've been like, I if I did not meet this person, I absolutely would not be the person that I am today. I say mm-hmm. that I, with tears in my fucking eyes. I was going to say, I'm I'm sitting here oh holding God. back tears. Like I said in last episode, like we're, we made female friendships out to be like 
sunshine rainbow candies and like braiding hair, but um, it the truth is a lot more head ass. So for Desiree to say something like that, I'm sitting here with like I'm holding back the tear. She's dabbing her eyes. Me dabbing my eyes. And this is going in my cry log. Oh, what was the reason? What was the reason for crying this day? Talking about soul families. <laughs> I think that, but a lot of people can sort of, I think a lot of people can resonate with that. Like there's so many people in like in our lives that we're just like, if I hadn't met that person, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Not yeah. the quiver in my voice. Girl, it's, it's giving weak bitch. <laughs> well, wow, fuck. This is emotional because... I can't even get into it, you guys, but yeah, anyone who knows me knows that uh, Desiree has shaped me into the person I am today um, in all the good ways that I, like any good quality I have, this, this woman here is actually really to thank for it. Um, and my mother, of course. Yeah, um, <laughs> like your mom being like, okay. <laughs> my mom listening like, okay, great. So yeah, after, you know, after the tears have subsided. Um, yeah. we do need to let you guys know that we are running out of time for this episode, but we have way more content and way more things to discuss because we haven't even yeah. gotten into <laughs> some of the, some of the, um, we, we haven't gotten the into literature. The yeah. The literature. The literature. The literature. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we have more to say on this. Um, and so that's going to be in part two. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would like, I really hope that you enjoyed, um, this what episode. we had to say. Yeah. yeah. You even <laughs> listen to me cry. Yeah, we've never done a part two. I know. We've never done a part two. This is so exciting. Um, I'm thrilled about this. Okay, so guys, you're going to have to tune in. If you want to know the rest of the soulmate tea, you're going to have to tune in next week. And that's actually, we're giving you not one Valentine's Day episode, but two. Oh, two. and you know what? This, this is what I mean. You can have a lovely Valentine's Day crying with your friends about how much you care about them as we are celebrating right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, tune in next week with part two. In the meantime, you can feel free to send us any thoughts on this episode um, and we can maybe feature it in uh, part two if we, if yeah. we get anything from y'all. And uh, yeah, listen to any old episodes if you need to. Follow us on Instagram at, at tincannular.podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, to yeah. be continued. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We will see you guys next week. Love you. Goodbye.